Welcome to the Sounds of the World. We are your hosts, Hillary and Bill. Together, we're going to travel around the world to discover new music, discuss musical topics, and interview fascinating people. Our world is a buffet of music, and it is time to eat. Well, welcome back, everybody, to the Sounds of the World podcast. Um, We are in our second season, uh, and we have a great episode today. Uh, We're going to be talking to a creator that we found on TikTok. Uh, So it sounds like we feels like we have a little TikTok series going on. Um, He is an amazing rapper, and uh, his he gained he he gained he gained some infamy um, with his rap about a cat. Uh, and a couple other people that he stitched together or duetted, I guess. Um, I'm getting to the point where I'm old enough. I don't know all the terminology anymore, and it's confusing me. Um, so um, <laughs> forgive me if I butcher it, all the young people who listen. Um, but please, we'd like to welcome to our show, uh, Louis Benson, also known as his TikTok handle, Team Louis. Woohoo! Woo! <laughs> Yay! Uh, hold on. I, I can probably get some applause lined up here that we could play. Just, just massive amounts of applause, yeah. There we go. <laughs> well, thank you guys for having me. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you so much for being on. It's great to meet you and talk to you. Um, you know, like I said, kind of before our, our recording, like, we saw a video of you, and, you know, I didn't see the cat video first. I saw a couple of the other ones first. And I was just, you know, mm-hmm. um, what is it? I really was taken back by your ability to play with rhythm of the words and rhythm of the, how it fit within the beat itself. And um, kind of asynchronous sometimes, sometimes you're with it. Uh, And it was just, it was really cool to see that. And uh, if you look, if our listeners want to look you up, I mean, we're going to have, hopefully we'll have a good picture of you for all our our PR stuff. But uh, if you look him up, I mean, he's not going to be the type that you're going to be like, what, how's this guy doing rap? You know, he's like, you know, so uh, it was really cool to see that break those kind of stereotypes that sometimes people have regarding hip hop and rappers. So. I mean, that's what I, that's what I do. I'm a, I'm a hit maker and a record breaker and uh, and a man of the hour too sweet to be sour. Uh, Please somebody stop me. No, (laughs) no, keep going, keep going. (laughs) I'm just gonna, I can just I'll just stop you know I got superstar Billy Graham just stop ripping him off over here yeah and get some of my own material so my I'm a hit maker the record breaker there you go so my big question for you is just like how did you get into this like what's your history and in, in music and especially in hip hop and rap well this is gonna be a this is gonna be a part where I expose myself really because if you can believe it. The first rap that I ever wrote and recorded for myself was about a month ago. Oh, really? Like what? ever? Wait, really? Yeah, All yeah, right. yeah. End, and end so... episode. We're done. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what? I have to know more. <laughs> so, um, I've never really considered myself like I would do. I would do. I've never really considered. If you asked any of my friends, none of them would have ever said, you know, oh yeah, Louis is gonna be a he's gonna be a big rapper one day. Like I actually had a friend who commented on one of my Facebook statuses. He goes, I've known you for 10 years. And if I would have thought rapper was going to be on your resume, I would never would have guessed that. But here we are. Uh, uh, <laughs> well, thank you. And, 
This has been a yeah. talent of mine that I've just been sitting on. <laughs> well, it, well, it's it's something that I've always done, like as you know, for at parties, like or not maybe not parties, but like karaoke. Uh, or if I want to impress somebody, because I'll be like, oh, yeah, I can do forgot about Dre from start to finish with with, you know, with no lyrics in front of me. And they're like, shut up. No, you can't. And so, I would, you know, I, I would break into it and then and then they would kind of end up blowing their mind at the end. Like, OK, OK, we get it. We get it. Right. And uh, and so, like, I I never wrote anything for myself unless you count. I had an old Internet radio show um, back in 2008, 2009. And. Whenever we changed time slots on our show, we wrote a little rap as like a joke. We didn't even write lyrics to a beat. We, you know, we, we, we all just wrote our stuff in like 20 minutes, you know, and it was just like, and I, I was just like, oh, what, what, what do rappers say? Oh, these busters don't know sipping on Cristal and, and, you know, I'm just writing everything down and, and so it's, and so that's, you know, that's, that's the lyrics that I wrote. And aside from that, I didn't write an original rap for 10 11, 12 years, which was oh, wow. just about a month ago. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. I love the so, like insert generic phrase here. And we'll right. A few of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, uh, how would I rhyme this ER word? Or <laughs> right. Yep. So it's yeah. So it's just it's 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 because because I I told you I was there's going to be an expose on myself here because you know I'd never I'd never written it like I I would always I would I listen to rap and I think that there are some very very good you know rappers and there are some very very good lyrics and I've I realized that I as saying the word very very I'm kind of uh, limiting myself there but there are some, <laughs> there are some uh, uh listen my vocabulary actually is actually a little bit larger than that I promise. Uh, <laughs> But um, uh, but no, I there are some just great, wonderful lyrics in uh, in you know in rap, and I listened to it way more than most of my friends would because I came from a small Midwest town of three thousand people, so uh, you know rap wasn't really. My parents listened to country music. Mm. Hey, you know we're gonna we're gonna buy you an Alan Jackson tape for Christmas. I'm like, cool. Who's that? <laughs> <laughs> You sound like me. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, uh, to be to be fair, like a lot of my early music education, like was 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 from my parents because like they would always buy me tapes and CDs from people, and I'd be you know like Michael Jackson. I got my first ex- ex- uh, experience with Michael Jackson when I was like probably nine years old, and I'm like, I I don't know who this is. Like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> like yeah. I only listen to country. They only they only play country radio at my house. Like, you know, so it's. Uh, <laughs> And, uh, and so, yeah, I, I just kind of listened to it sort of on my own, um, uh, and more now that I'm older, uh, and I'm, you know, kind of trying to educate myself on, you know, kind of some of the people who came before I really liked Eminem when I was probably around 11 or 12 and I started watching MTV and I saw him come around and he was really the first rapper that I really experienced, uh, aside from just like, you know, whatever was on the pop charts that I would hear a friend play, like, you know, hip hop hooray or Whatever was on a Jock Jam CD, oh, you know, Jock Jam. <laughs> so that was really my early ex- my earliest experiences with rap. Is okay, you know, Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch on a Jock Jam CD, and uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, that's that's pretty much my my early history growing up when it came to rap. Like I I I never wrote lyrics or even poetry, you know, uh, and and uh, it's most of it's been in my adult life to be completely honest. So, 
starting about a month ago. That's my history. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Like, so growing up, like, did you, were you involved, like, with anything musically? Like, did you play an instrument in school or, like, sing choir? I or... did. I did. Nice. I was in I... band. I was in band. Yeah. I played percussion. There we go. <laughs> oh my God. You and Bill are very similar. <laughs> I played specifically, I played bass drum, uh, but I did once actually steal. I got my own separate standing ovation at a band concert for playing tambourine on one song. Really? Yeah. That's, that's because, you know, because, cause I'm actually, uh, you know, I'm, I'm actually, because, I don't know if you can tell, but I'm kind of uh, a very, very uh, showy, show-offy person. Like I'm very visual, and so, uh, and so, like I, I, I once played a, um, you know, the the. It was one of those songs where there were like a a bunch of individual percussion parts. So like the the teacher had to like dole everything out, and he's like, okay, you know, as opposed to this song where we'd have this guy playing bass, this guy playing snare and this guy playing timpani, we need one person playing triangle, one person playing, you know, timpani, one person playing snare, one person playing cymbals. And he gave me tambourine. And I'm like, well, fine, if you're going to give me tambourine, I'm going to be the best dang tambourine player you've ever seen. <laughs> and, uh, and surely enough, they got, I got my own separate applause break for, you know, for that concert because of that, because for that, for that tambourine playing and, because I remember we we watched the concert back. Um, like the concert was on Friday. We watched it on Monday or Tuesday. Somebody's parent had uh, you know had had recorded the concert, and halfway through the song, they just zoom in on me playing tambourine. <laughs> oh my I'm god! Like, so, I'm like this. This isn't even my parents. Like. <laughs> you, they're like we're gonna want to remember this for the rest of our lives. And so, and and then it's funny, and then it's, it's funny because I, several years later, this true story, uh, several years later, I went to work at a call center, and there was this supervisor there who sees me. Now, I this was when I when I played the tambourine, I was probably fourteen, fifteen, somewhere around that age. I worked at this place when I was. 22 i think uh so 22 23 something like that and this supervisor comes up to me and goes uh, hey uh did you go to a uh, scott city high school i said yeah why he goes are you in band i go yeah he goes you played tambourine on on this one song one year i go yeah that was me he goes man that was the best thing i've ever seen <laughs> hired and so five years later, I get I get I get I get recognized by some parent I didn't even know that was there at that at that concert, and uh, he, he's like funniest thing I've ever seen. Like, <laughs> and so I had, a, I had a similar situation where I was uh, we were so I went played drum set for a pep band at my call my at Idaho State, and uh, one of the things I I always I always played was Fire by Jimi Hendrix. So whenever we played that song. I was always the drum set player and I would literally like move people off the throne so I could play it. And uh, I had, we were, my wife and I were over at the mall one day and we were leaving and this guy comes up and he's like, excuse me, excuse me. Can I, can I ask you for a ride? And I was like, um, I, I, I look at my wife and we're like, I guess so. Like you seem harmless enough, you know? 
So she gets in the back seat and we're driving over and it's all the way across town. And as we're driving, we're getting close to the university. And he's like, you look really familiar. And I was like, oh crap, what did I do? You know? And he goes, ah, do, do you play drum set for the pep band, the basketball games and stuff? He's <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I do. And he's like, do you play on the Jimi Hendrix song? And I was like, yeah, that's me. And he's like, man, you're so cool. You're great to watch. You're just all over those drums, just banging the shit out of them and stuff and, and breaking the cymbals and what. And I was like, well, I try not to break any cymbals. But, you know, <laughs> it was the weirdest thing to have this random person just be like, I love watching you just like. And I was like, oh, thanks. And here's your place. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> well, you never know it. You never know what's going to resonate with what's going to resonate with somebody. Like I didn't think like I was just, you know, I was just playing tambourine, but I was just, you know, getting really into it. And so like, you you, you never know what's going to actually resonate with people. Right. So it's oh, definitely. Yeah. So it's, it's, but that's, that's cool. I like, I like, I like, I like hearing that. So. Yeah. Yeah. So what made you start thinking that maybe you could rap over some beats or things? Well, let me just, kind of take you back just to because you know because I, I i like to make people laugh that's what i've always tried to do in my life since gosh since four or five years old whenever i would memorize looney tunes cartoons and yeah, yeah. and perform them for my family uh you know <laughs> and uh but so that's what i tried to do was was to try to make people laugh uh on uh tiktok and you know it's you know, you see people who go super duper viral, you know, over one video right. and they, you know, they, they gain a huge following. And I, uh, I'm, you know, I had a couple of ones that, you know, that I had paid to promote, but I, you know, didn't really do anything. And, you know, I think I gained up like 300 followers or something like that. <clears throat> and then I see, um, this lady, her name is Cromulent Parent, uh, on TikTok. Um, I don't know if you've seen her, but, she is like a like a premenopausal mom who does rap basically huh. uh, and so she yeah and so she she does she doesn't do an accent she doesn't do a voice she, she's you know and so i saw her do this thing called the freshman cypher challenge which was a bunch of different tiktok rappers doing a verse like four bars four bars four bars four bars you know pass it off and so forth and so forth and so she did the last one and she goes up there and she's like you know, uh, she gets up there and she, she, she goes to a Spanish book, like a Spanish toddler's book. And so she's like, I need words. I got palabras. I bought this book just for my toddler, you know? And so she's like, she's just like a complete mom voice. And I'm like, Oh, that's fun. I'm like, I could do this. And so like, uh, I put on this hat. So, so in the video itself, I was like, you know, I want to do something funny. That's probably going to make people laugh. And so, like, I started it off by being, like, intimidated, like, I gotta, I gotta, I can't do this, I gotta leave kind of thing, right? And so, um, I step away, and I come back in this attire that, that people know now as the party planner attire, yeah. uh, which is a, it's a, it's a captain's hat, it's a sea captain's hat, and it's a baseball tee that was bought at Target for, like, $2, uh, with marker written on it that says party planner. And that that whole thing has a backstory that some that somewhat has to do with rap that I thought, oh, this would be fun if I brought this back. And so people, you know, kind of a wink and a nod to people who know what that outfit is. Right. Um, oh, excuse me. Ooh, I try, uh, but, uh, but no, regardless, um, I tried to 
I put the outfit on and um, <clears throat> I wanted to you know, step away like I was intimidated, but then come back at the end. And I was like, how much is a like, what is a bar? How many words is a bar? Like, <laughs> you know, like uh, and so I'm just like, OK, well, she rapped for this many seconds. So I'm going to rap for this many seconds. And so I uh, I just came into my bedroom. I wrote sat down and wrote some stuff. And I'm like, well, I mean, what can diabetic uh, i guess i can write uh you know um you know uh, oh aesthetic that's a good word and so i just you know i wrote down like i apparently ended up doing six bars instead of four uh <laughs> but uh um but i sat down and uh the next day i recorded the um i recorded the audio and then then i recorded the video and then i you know mashed them together uh and then i uploaded it and it got 55 views Oh. And uh, <laughs> and uh, and I was like, well, what did I do wrong in this video? I'm like, there's got to be something like something actually wrong with this video. So, uh, you know, I tried to pay to promote it because I'm like, I worked so hard on this. Like, I want, you know, a thousand people to see it. That'd be great. Like, you know, and uh, so I tried to pay to promote it. They said, oh, you can't promote this because it's a duet or something, you know. And I'm like, oh, OK, fine. And then uh, so two days later. I went ahead and re-uploaded it um, at, I don't know, 6 p.m. or something like that. And uh, what I did was instead of tagging all of the artists in the title, I just tagged the artists that I duetted with and used a few hashtags. And then I tagged all the artists, you know, all the fellow artists in the comments. And that's all I did differently. Oh, and I added some subtitles. I had some subtitles that weren't there before because I thought maybe people didn't realize that I was going to come back at the end because I was gone for like 20, 30 seconds. And mm-hmm. so I put one saying, you know, one second BRB, you know, that kind of thing. And I uploaded it that night and I'm sitting there and I'm giving my friend Phil updates because he started doing TikTok as well. Uh, and I'm giving him updates and I'm like, oh man, I got, you know, I got 900 views now. Then I'm like, this could be my most viewed video ever. Like, you know, and, uh, and I'm like, oh, I'm, I want to, I'll go to bed as soon as I have, you know, 200 likes. That's my top that, you know, that that'll beat my, my top video to date or whatever. And then so, uh, and so I, I hit that at like three o'clock in the morning and I'm like, oh, all right, cool. This is my most successful video ever. And so I, uh, went to bed that night and woke up the next day with like 6,000 new followers and like three, <laughs> three, yeah, like 300,000 views. I had 325 followers whenever I uploaded that video. Uh, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, and, and so all these people are like, Oh, you sound like this guy, or you sound like that guy, and I'm like, I don't know who that is, but thank you. <laughs> like, <laughs> and so, uh, and uh, and so, uh, uh, and then people were like, Oh, dude, you got you to do more. You got to do more of this, and I'm like, More? Like, I this was just supposed to be like a funny thing. Like, more? <laughs> yeah. And so, um, do one thing and do it good and be done. Mm-hmm. And I think that was in late July, like July 23rd, I think is when I uploaded that. So it was not very long ago. Right. Uh, and so I guess it was two months ago. So I'm sorry. I fudged a little bit when I said one month ago. So sorry. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so I uploaded that and, uh, and then that just kept it, that kept going. Like I woke up to 6,000 and I'm like, ah, uh, I guess I kind of do more raps, right? Like, uh, and so I'm like, how do I find beats? Like, how, how, what, what do other people do? So I went and and looked all the other people, like Cromulent Parent and the other people that I do edit with, like 
uh, Viram and uh, AK and uh, Connor Price and all those people and you know in, that I that I duetted with, and uh, and so I just like well where do where do they find stuff? So I started just copying what they, what I saw them doing. So I I saw them. Um, you know, recording off these certain beats and things like that. So I'm like, all right, I'm just going to record off this beat. I'm like, but what do I write about? Like, I don't know what to write about. I'm not a rapper. Right. And so I talked to a person who had made a beat, uh, a guy by the name of Two Day Presents. And he goes, man, you just got to be honest. He's like, just go in there. And he's like, just be honest. He's like, just if you're true to yourself, like, like that's, that's really all, that's really all you got to do is just be true to yourself. And I'm like, okay. So I sat down to write my second rap and it just words poured out about how I was insecure and I'm going to disappoint people and uh, you know, how I have anxiety and, you know, and, and, and all this and that. And, uh, <clears throat> and then it, it, you know, it doesn't do as well as the, as the, um, the original video, but it still, you know, does around a hundred thousand views or so or a couple hundred thousand views. And, you know, people are saying, no, 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 man, this is, you know, like I, cause I intended it to be like a thank you, like, Oh, thank you for, thank you for your follows. Thank you for your kind words. And, and uh, and people were commenting on it and saying, no, no, man, this is another banger. You get you, you guys like you got a real gift for this. You got to you got to keep doing more of these. And and so uh, that's what I did. I did, I kept doing more. Um and uh, and clearly I caught somebody's attention because here I am doing this podcast now, right? <laughs> yeah. But but uh, I, I I just feel free to tell me if I'm talking too much because I feel like I could talk for a long time and I don't want to be like. Am I ruining this podcast? Are people tuning out now? Like, no. no, you're great. How dare you talk when you're a guest on this show? Yeah. <laughs> people don't tune in to listen to you; they tune in to listen to me and Hillary. I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I don't know how I don't know how much of a needle I'm going to be moving here, but we'll. <laughs> but uh, we'll see. Like, I still kind of have imposter syndrome because it's like, you know, like people like I have fans like like <laughs> people. <laughs> People want to. People want to watch me do things like, <gasps> you know, uh, and so it's it's still it, like there was somebody last night who I just I liked their comment like on just they commented on one of my videos and I liked it. They're just like you're the third most you're, like, you're the third popular TikToker who's ever liked one of my comments. Let's go! And I responded to it. I responded to them saying, you know. And I, so I responded to them saying, let's go, because like, I just, you know, I just, I wanted to respond to people who are, you know, who say nice things. Yeah. And they were so excited that I, that I responded to their, to their comment. And I'm like, oh, great. I mean, like, this is, I'm just a, you know, like, I'm just a guy who lives in an apartment in the, in the suburbs of St. Louis and my bank accounts in the negatives. Like, what do you, what do you, <laughs> oh, like, yeah. what? Oh, yeah, man. I'm always clearly I'm when I, yeah. I like someone or I like comment on someone's video and then they would reply and like, hey, I really think thanks a lot for that. You know, I really appreciate it. I'm like, oh, wait, you replied to me like like a fangirl moment. Like, yeah. oh my God. <laughs> I mean, the, the the fact that anybody would be like that to me. Like, I'm not somebody that you should, you know, that you should aspire to be. I'm just a big fat midwesterner with diabetes like what do you want to what do you want to be me for 
I, well, I think like one of the powerful things about like music and like I said comedy and being able to like infuse things like that is like I mean it, it's like a little moment in someone's day where they're just like they're entertained and they're maybe it's someone with anxiety or someone that lives in the midwest that's like ah fuck like that's totally me like and it's that moment to just kind of escape and connect and I think um we can get this larger than life persona of um influencers and people we see on social media and it's like we're all looking to connect and then the moment like somebody kind of connects back with us it like almost breaks that illusion of like he's this untouchable guy and it's like oh no he's actually just a human and <laughs> mm -hmm. just going through a human experience and sharing you know like what's what's authentic and real to you so it's i don't know that's always cool <laughs> yeah i was gonna say the, the, there are people that there are people that it's it, and this is the thing that I that, that kind of is kind of weird to me. Like there are people who probably look up to me for what I what I've been doing that are more successful than me in certain you know like in a, in a lot of ways. So uh, if that makes any sense, like I don't want to consider I don't you know necessarily consider the people who look up to me, but you know there are people who are like, oh your day makes you know your video this your videos make my day better or you know right. you know and I'm just like you like you like this makes you saying that makes my day better like right. <laughs> Uh, oh, yeah. and it's like just like yeah it's just having that effect on people is just always a weird thing so yeah oh it really <clears throat> it's like, is <laughs> it's also fresh and so new as well so like this like i said it's it's oh, it's only been going on like like i had you know 325 followers at the big uh you know at the beginning of july i had around 100 followers and so um you know here we are uh in the september and we're nearing 370,000. So, wow. Dang, that's awesome, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I just, I hope I don't come off like a bragger because it's all just, it's oh. not, it's not, it's not bragging. It's just like, I can't believe it still. So it's like, you know. <laughs> well, and I know listeners can't see you because we just did the audio, but I'm like, the look on your face is like, ah! I don't know, it's very authentic. <laughs> <laughs> you see my top my signed the room poster in the background so yeah. <laughs> signed by tommy wiseau himself oh be jealous cool. those who know who those who know know and those who don't know will get spoons thrown at them <laughs> <sighs> but yeah i digressed yeah and so you had a few you had that kind of initial peak and uh, a growth of followers and then it's like you hit the big time it feels like almost you know for mm -hmm. social media or whatever you know mm -hmm. when you did what is it a stitch where you add yours to everyone else's or is that a duet well so a stitch is where a, a duet is what i did a stitch is basically okay. where you watch somebody like i did a stitch today where it, it was a it was a five second stitch that was uh a young lady in a uh, Princess Leia like metal outfit from Jabba's Palace from uh you know from Star Wars. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, people who watch Star Wars know what I'm talking about. Oh yeah. Uh, <clears throat> but she comes in and she's like, If I showed up wearing this to our date, what would you do? And so it cuts to me and that stitches to me, and I go, you know, uh, you know, bakaku gotcha. And so <laughs> And so uh, it cuts to me doing my, I, I just, I'm very lucky to look and sound like Jabba the Hutt. So, <clears throat> so, uh, 
But like I, I purposely took my glasses off and like squinted just like Jabba always did. Like Bandaku <laughs> gotcha solo. Ho, 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 ho. Like so, <laughs> that's great. Uh so you duet the video that I think probably probably your most watched video, correct? Oh, by a lot, yes. Oh, okay. And this is mm. your the the cat video it started out with some cat making a uh, a sound like a that, almost like a I don't want to say like it was retching you know it's but like it, a howl like yeah the, it's like it's <laughs> these are the sounds that cat make the cats make whenever they're like upset right yeah. so yes <laughs> now don't worry for because because there are people who have commented how could anybody get joy out of a cat being <laughs> upset and I'm just like. Listen, the owner of the cat said that the cat was upset because it met another cat that it didn't like. That was the reason. It was just being dramatic. <laughs> That's what the sound was from. <clears throat> no, cats were and harmed so. in the making of this TikTok. <laughs> so, and you weren't the first person to duet it. Like, it had been duetted by three or four different people, right? Yeah, yeah. So this is one of the cool things about TikTok that I've learned is that people will put together music chains where it'll be like one person playing piano or something, and then somebody somebody will come in and add drums, somebody will add violin, somebody will add, you know, tambourine, <clears throat> you know, and uh, but uh it's just uh, you know, th- this is this was a chain that I had seen. It was midnight. It was midnight, and my girlfriend had just gone to bed. Uh, and I see this 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 video of these people playing an instrument on a cat and it was a it was a um a lute player a drummer and a violinist and i'm just like i could rap to this and so i came and immediately sat down immediately i sat down on my computer started writing I, i i thought of a bunch of cat puns and you know like what are things what are things that cats do kind of thing you know and so i wrote this rap about you know, how cool it was to be a cat basically. And, uh, <clears throat> and uploaded it at uh, two o'clock in the morning was when I uploaded it. And I woke up at, uh, you know, I woke up at, I don't know, eight or so uh, to go to the bathroom. And then I looked at my phone because I, I literally, I went to bed, I, I uploaded it and then went right to bed. Like I didn't even, you didn't even wait. And I wake up and I look at my phone and I'm, I wake up and I'm just like, does that say three million views? Like, <laughs> Holy crap! <laughs> and so I I look at my phone and I'm just like, that's that's just three million views. Like, and so uh, and uh, and I looked at my followers and I was up to like forty five thousand or something like that. And I was like, what? What has happened? Like, what <laughs> happened over you know overnight? You know and. Uh, and it just kept going and it's just, you know, it, it struck a chord with so many people yeah. that, you know, that saw this video and loved it. Now it's up to like almost 19 million, I think is what it is. Oh, and, uh, wow. that's amazing. yeah. And it's just like, um, and so that's where the bulk of my followers came from. Like now, um, you know, I had 45,000. I was just like, oh man, I could maybe break a, a hundred thousand. You know, like I could, I could break fifty thousand. <clears throat> oh, I, right. I think I did a, I think I did, a, I think that morning, I want to say that morning I did a like a thank you for ten thousand followers video <laughs> or something, and like somebody commented, somebody commented like, you have like fifty thousand now, lol, or whatever it was. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm trying to 
trying to keep up, people. I'm trying to be courteous. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah. And so, and so it was just one of those things that, that people just, people just responded. And, uh, and so now I've just, uh, you know, trying to make more, um, <clears throat> I'll see a trend or a specific video or something. Uh, or sometimes I'll just feel like so much people will request things. Like I had so many people comment on that video. Tell me that I sounded like the gorillas. Um, oh, wow. uh, which which is funny because they don't mean the gorillas. They mean Dell the funky Homo sapien who yeah. did the uh, he did the vocals for uh, 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 um, he did the when <laughs> no he did he did the vocals for uh, you're thinking of of uh, um, the guy from De La Soul. Uh, Dell the funky Homo sapien was uh, Clint Eastwood. Oh, so, oh that's right. And yeah. so I literally, yeah. I literally had people asking me if I was from the gorillas, like, or, Hey, are you this guy? And I'm oh like, no, no. Like, that would be dope. No. <laughs> like I would take probably 10% of how much money they've ever made and be set for life. Like, you oh. know, Oh, but, um, but you know, they, they, uh, you know, and, but so I decided to do like somebody, people were kept saying I sounded like gorillas. And so, I, uh, I had a, um, I did a cover of Clint Eastwood and there were people who were just like, this sounds exactly like the original. Like, no, it doesn't. Thank you. But no, it doesn't. <laughs> you know, and it's like, you get what you're trying to do here, but no. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and, and so like, you know, I just do covers like people, people request covers. Like somebody requested, I do cream by the Wu-Tang clan. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, I can't you know, like it's it it wouldn't, you know, like me doing a cover of their lyrics when their lyrics are about how they started selling drugs when they were 16 years old and things right. like, you know, and, and all this and that, you know, and and I'm like, I can't do those. that wouldn't be right for me to do those lyrics, you know. Um, and so I just wrote my own verse like about, um, you know, childhood stuff that I've been through uh, and and uh yeah. So I, so I just, I wrote something, you know, I write, it's, it's, it's weird. Cause I have this weird combination of like, do I want to do a funny rap or do I want to do a serious rap? Because it's like people first came around for my serious stuff, but you know, the, my most viewed thing was this funny thing. So it's like, I, you know, I, I, I got two audiences I have to appeal to and, and, uh, and then there are people who's like, no, 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 I just like listening to you. It's just fine. Whatever you, whatever you want to do. I like it, you know? Uh, yeah. so what's that pressure like, but I have people, now that you, you've reached it's so, the kind of viralness and you've got, like you said, the people who want the comedy and some who want the seriousness, like, how do you go about balancing that and still feel like you're fulfilling yourself? Honestly, you know what I mean? Honestly, I just tune a lot of it out. Because okay. um, people, people are always going to want you to do what they want you to do, but mm. what they want you to do isn't always what you want to do. Right. Um, and so, you know, so basically people I've been tagged in so many videos of animals now from people saying, Louie, please make this a song. And I'm like, <laughs> like, it's it's just a dog going. Row, row, row. And I'm like, uh, I mean, like, first of all, it has to have a beat. Like, I, I don't do beats like <laughs> right. I can barely form a coherent sentence, maybe, you know, much less do a beat like uh and so it's it, and so people were uh, you know people people tag me in animal videos now saying please do a rap please and I'm like I, <laughs> like I don't like this is just a video of a dog howling like I can't, I can't do anything with that so uh, I'm like maybe if somebody else has a drum beat to it or something maybe I can maybe I can work it out but until then sorry right. so 
but it's just like you, you just read people's comments, uh, you know, whenever they tag you in things, and you'll give them a like or something, you know. But but you know, truthfully, a lot of people have expectations that you can't always meet, mm-hmm. and uh, and so it's just you know. Uh, they, and they don't always understand. They think that oh, you did this cat rap, which means you clearly have all these. You you clearly have all these abilities, but you know I only really have the one, which is the ability to write and record rap. So, <laughs> so is it? Uh, yeah, I've always been wondering about like how you have to interact with that. You know the the demands of the followers, so to speak. You know, um, and is it? you feel like you kind of struggle creating whatever you're going to do next or you just kind of do it and you're just like, fuck it. I'll just do what I want. You know? Well, it's uh, sometimes, I mean, there's a lot of it. So like, so my most recent rap video is come, comes from a trend. And so like, if you would have asked me a week ago, Hey, what's your next rap going to be? I'd have been like, I don't know. I'm, you know, like I went about a week and a half without recording a rap because I was been, you know, too busy playing Fortnite, but <laughs> And so I thought about writing a rap about how I can't get away from playing Fortnite. Like, uh, you know, like just do a rap where it's just like, Hey, sorry, I haven't uploaded anything, but I've been playing Fortnite. And then it just, the song gets increasingly more about Fortnite. Like how I, how I really just want to get back to Fortnite. And like, that's the, the, it it ends with me being like, you know, it's all about Fortnite basically. Uh, (laughs) And so, uh, uh, but then I saw this trend of, um, I saw this trend. I well, first I saw people commenting, like people posting videos, and it was people that were like, "I'm so tired of seeing that video on my FYP. Please, pe- people, stop posting that video." And I'm like, "What video are they talking about?" And I would see like stuff people being like, "People got to stop talking about this video." And I'm like, "What video are you talking about?" And then so somebody, uh, I saw, I finally saw somebody on one of the comment sections saying. Oh, look this up on, uh, you know, look this up on uh, on Twitter, and I did, and it was a very not safe for work video uh, <laughs> that I don't even I don't even feel like we'll get taken off. I know this is a this is an independent podcast, but we'll get taken off the air if I start to describe it. That's how bad it is. <laughs> uh, uh, but uh, but yeah, and so like there was a dance trend that went with it where. Uh, cause I, I, I finally looked, did a search on TikTok for the trend. And there was this trend where these girls were like folding their arms and like dancing, like swaying side to side. And I found out that it was from this video and, but people, but all these people were commenting, oh man, this song slaps though. Like this song is great, you know? And, uh, and so I was like, well, fine, I'm going to do a rap to the song and I'm going to make it about the dance trend. Like, uh, but you know, I did it like only how, how, how I would want to do it because like, kind of pour, you know pouring my feelings about the whole thing like into the video like because there's all these there's all these women so uh uh with without going into too much detail the video is uh sexual in nature uh and uh, all these women would be reposting the the sound and going who wants to recreate this video with me and I'm like shut up you're just this is you don't want to recreate this with anybody who's going to comment on this video you know why because they all look like me that's why you know? <laughs> and and so uh and so that was my that was my whole point like you're just doing this for the clicks and the views because you, you know a bunch of guys are going to go oh me 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 like oh yeah <laughs> and so that's going to help your engagement etc cetera, etc cetera. and so uh, I know I'm, I've always been uh, one for a good self own so I commented on the I did a, a an actual line in the song 
the rap that I did saying, hey, boys, who wants to recreate? But see, all the dudes in the comments look just like me, you know, and uh, <laughs> and so um, and I'm like, none of these like model looking women really want to really want to hook up with a guy who looks like me. So <laughs> uh, so but but then but, and so like I, I poked fun at that and, and then I I tweeted the video um, as well. Um, and the person who made the original cartoon that went viral retweeted it. And oh, so it's wow. actually, it's got more views on Twitter right now than it does on TikTok. Last time I checked, um, last time I checked on, on TikTok, it had like 40 plus thousand views. I'm sorry, on Twitter, it had 41 plus thousand views, but it's only sitting at like 3,000 on TikTok. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Okay. So yeah, it's, and then the person followed me on TikTok, but not Twitter, which was funny to me. But regardless, yeah. I digress. Um, what were we talking about again? I feel like. <laughs> Did you, um, you know, because we kind of said this earlier, but it's like, you you know, you don't have that kind of, um, what is it, <clears throat> stereotypical figure about yourself that people would be like, oh, he's a rapper. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, just for, for, for those listening, uh, just picture a fatter Jack Black. <laughs> and. <laughs> And uh, and then there you go, you got me. Um, and so, do you have to deal with any people who are just like, what is this, you know, white guy doing on doing rap for? You know, he has no business doing this. Or have you experienced I mean, I, that? Or most people are just like, this is great. I love what you're doing. Well, most comments on that first video, the first rap that I did, were like, bro, I, you know, don't take this the wrong way, but I did not expect that coming out of you. Like, and so, and, and like, so most people have been very nice about it. There have been a couple people who have just posted like, uh, you know, like cringe or whatever, you know, (laughs) and so so they'll post the, like, there's been like a hand, a very small handful of comments of people just saying like cringe or whatever. Um, but then, uh, you know, um, most people are, uh, you know, there's been a lot of people who are like, man, do you. Like you got it. Like whatever it is, you got it. Like so. It's but you know it's it's been um it's uh most people have been very kind. I'm I'm actually very surprised I haven't gotten that many haters yet. Uh, yeah, because most people most people most people go online and they see oh big fat white guy must attack must attack like right right yeah right. people are assholes. <laughs> I say that with love. <laughs> They'd be like, what mm. is this big guy doing rapping? You know he what has he ever experienced you know so, like you'd be surprised you'd be surprised yeah don't judge the book by its cover you know what i mean oh that's i'm a big proponent of that i feel like yeah. you did that on purpose didn't you oh, i'm right get... into stuff <laughs> oh, <that's, laughs> no we don't have to go over that but i was gonna say well just I've, I've always been a big proponent and i have a rap about it it's like the third or fourth rap i ever did um where it was all about you know Hey, look at me, you know, what do you see? Like you probably saw a fatty or a nerd or a creep or a weirdo. Uh, but if you actually, because, you know, at your first glance, you made a judgment. Um, and then, but Hey, if you actually took the time, you'd see that I'm a way deeper person that you're probably, that you're giving me credit for. And so it's, and then, so it's, it's one of those whole things. There's a line that I put in that rap that I was, I I was like, this is such a good line. I'm really happy with this line and zero people commented on that line. And I'm like, come on people. This is, this is the, this is the line of the whole thing. Uh, It's where I, where I said, uh, 
I said, people come off polite, but their sincerity is bereft. Didn't want to read the profile before they swiped left. Uh, oh, I love that. Yes. And, <laughs> and so, yeah. And so I'm like, come on. Like, I was really proud of that line. It's really damn it. <laughs> yeah. Well, because I knew I wanted to put the word swipe left in there. I'm like, swipe left. Okay. Because here's the way that I'll, I'll write is I will say, okay, here's kind of the theme of where I'm going with a rap. Um. You know, and so here, you know, what are some words and phrases that I can pepper in that fit that theme? And so, um, like when I did the judgments rap, I said, okay, words that I want to put in there is uh, swipe left and, um, you know, swipe, swipe left, um, you know, look into my eyes and, and uh, you know, blah, 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 blah. Waters run deep was, you know, was a word that I wanted to, uh, was a phrase that I wanted to put in there. And so like how you know, I basically what I try to do is I try to, you know, take pieces of a puzzle and then try to draw the rest of the puzzle around that, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Uh, and so that's the, that's the way that I that I try to write uh, when it comes to these things. So. Yeah, uh, very cool. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I love how mm-hmm. you kind of use that as um, you do that. Like, I, I feel like you might have done that with the cat one when you talk about um aristocats mm-hmm. you know and you're like so the song is right everybody does want to be a cat you know with all these people you know duetting it and making these chains mm-hmm. you know i thought that was really i really like that how you put that in there well and so like that's that's exactly that's exactly what i did i sat down and i wrote down i remember exactly i'm like okay here's the things that i want to put in there um catterday uh perfection um yeah. <laughs> uh Gosh, I had like I had I I said once something about closetive or something like that. Uh, if I fits, I sits. Um, <laughs> uh, Thundercats. Everybody wants to be a cat. Like I was just like, okay, here's all the things that I want to put in there. And then uh, you know, every once I had that, it was pretty easy to write. You know, because I looked up what I did for um, what I did for the like the second line is is uh, uh, the line was. Uh, um, singing late night on the windowsill. If the lightning don't get you, then the Thundercats will. Yeah. And so, uh, and so everyone's like, "Is that a nod to the Grateful Dead?" I'm like, "Uh, sh- sure." Like, <laughs> because. <laughs> and, and so, like, and so, because they have a line in one of their songs, it's like, "If if the thunder don't, if the thunder don't get you, then the lightning will." Uh-huh. And so, yeah. And so, I actually looked up. What I did was, I said, you know phrases or idioms with the word thunder because i wanted to put the thundercats in there but i'm like i don't know how i can fit that in there and so i'm like what if i find a thing with the with the, a phrase with the word thunder and so i found the phrase if the lightning don't get you or the thunder don't get you then the, then the lightning will and i'm like well, what if i just swip that swap that around and said if the if the lightning don't get you then the thundercats will and so like uh, and so people you know everyone's like oh you put that nod to the grateful dead in there and i'm just like yeah no, it was more like a nod to Google, I think, was, <laughs> which is That's really, tricky, really though. more like one of those. Were you just like, we that? Were, I said, like, we take in so much information. That's got to be a little tricky because it's like, I mean, you just regurgitate something and someone's like, oh, my God, like, that means this. And like, or that could be this. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I can see where that would be tricky, like, just having people, like, dissect it and overanalyze it. And you're like, oh, actually, it was just this. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, and sometimes that there, sometimes I'll just write down, uh, 
like generic words or phrases. Like I'll just be like, oh, you know what? I like this word. I like this phrase. I want to fit this into a rap somewhere. Because uh, I think that there is, there are some words or phrases that on their own are just very artful. Mm-hmm. They're just very pretty words that, you know, that, that sound good coming off your tongue. Uh, like candelabra was, was a word that I wanted to use. <clears throat> and I'm like, and people are like, what's a candelabra? I'm like, it's just a candlestick. That's all it is. But candelabra is a pretty word. Yeah. So, yeah. And so it's like, I, I wanted to write the word candelabra. And then it just so happened that I also wanted to write in the, the, the Harry Potter uh, Avada Kedavra magic spell. Uh, and so I wanted to use the words Avada Kedavra in a rap somewhere. And so I, <clears throat> you know, I, <clears throat> somebody in, in the second rap that I ever did, somebody, sorry for clearing my throat there, by the way, You're good. Uh, allergies, you know, yeah. um, but, uh, but no people like, so I wanted to use the word candelabra and Avada Kedavra. And it just so happened that worked out that, that the second rap I ever did, which was my insecurities rap, um, <clears throat> the person says, let's make magic happen before the rap starts. And so I'm like, oh, I can fit a vada cadaver into this. And so, and so, uh, uh, so I did. And so, and it was the best line of that whole rap, uh, where it was, uh, will I be on fire like I was an old candelabra, or will this magic end up being my avada cadaver? Wow. Um, yeah. And so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's wow. it's so weird. Words are just words are beautiful. I think it was C.S. Lewis. Uh, it may have been Tolkien. It's Tolkien or Lewis. They said that the the most beautiful phrase, the most beautiful combination of words in the English language is cellar door. Mm. And so, and so they, yeah. And so it's just one of those things like when you, when you think about stuff like that, it's just like, you know, you can, you can just, just right combination of words said the right way is just, can just be so beautiful. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I go into that trying to think. Yeah. Yeah, I said a poem by a, a, a local poet in in Baton Rouge, and she used the word unctuous to talk about biscuits. And mm-hmm. I've always liked that word anyways, but then to put that musically, it was just, it was, I don't know, it was kind of my little nerdy, you know, mindgasm. I was just like, unctuous, how can I set that? Like, it's so cool and, and depict, you know, the buttery, richness of a biscuit and things like and like they say you know words are so amazing you know and it's one thing I like about rap is like the really good ones set their words in such a way that are are really just artful and you know whether it's candelabra and avada cadavra or you know talking about thunder and lightning I mean it's putting those things in such a way that portray more than mul- one meaning. Like you got so many multiple meanings is, I don't know. It's just gives my brain tickles. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. When it, when a sentence, when it, when a sentence has, has uh, <clears throat> multiple meanings, that's just, that's like one of the greatest things of all is whenever you can say, say a thing that means several things. Uh, and uh that's why that there. That's why there are uh, this. This this is kind of off topic, but that's why um, there are. I saw somebody try to deconstruct the <clears throat> uh, the song Clint Eastwood the other day, the song mm. that I covered. And so um, <clears throat> I, w- whenever I looked to do the cover of it, 
I ended up watching some videos on it and things like that and found out what the song was actually about. And then so you hear these people, you know, um, trying to deconstruct it, just like, well, sunshine in a bag. Clearly, this song is about drugs. And, you know, finally, someone let me out of my cage. This is very clearly about the music industry and and, you know, and all this and that and how they're just bored with, you know, the music industry. And I'm like, no, the song is literally a story about how uh, the drummer was possessed by his friend who was killed in a drive by shooting. And now this is him coming out of his friend's body to say that he's been the one controlling the music the entire time. Like, that's literally what the song is about. Like, wow. but, but, but everyone, but people try to find like, well, this is, this is their commentary on the music industry. And oh, then okay. Del the funky homo sapien just says, just write lyrics about how you're the, <clears throat> just write lyrics about how you're this spirit of this guy's dead best friend and you're breaking out of his body. And he's like, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> He's, he's like he's like he because oh, apparently he got no. very limited yeah he got very limited information well it makes sense whenever you hear the lyrics because it's finally someone let me out of my cage time for me is nothing because i'm counting no age uh now i couldn't be there now you shouldn't be scared i'm good at repairs and i'm under each snare so he's he's yeah. under each snare oh, shit, that's deep. i like that yeah and Can so he's 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 in russell's the drummer and so he's the one controlling the drumming he's under each snare <clears throat> yeah and so, man, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm a big trivia nerd as well. So, well, yeah. I love that stuff, and I love that you know. I think this misconception that a lot of people have. I mean, true, there's a lot of people who are out there, and they rap about things like you know that are violent or whatever, you know. But there's still a lot of people out there who are artful in their in their raps, you know, whether it's you know, Dell the Homo Sapien or it's Eminem or you know, I watched a thing about No ID and Jay-Z when they did 444 and about how all the samples somehow relate to the song. So when it talks about Family Feud, it uses these sisters from the from the 50s as their, their sample, you know, or, um, you know, and it's just those kinds of really amazing techniques and inspirations joining together, I think is just so cool and could really, mm -hmm. you know, people should not just kind of brush this stuff off. It's not just some, you know, music genre that you don't have to really care about like this. Uh, okay. If you don't like it, you don't like it, but there's technique and art to it. So. I mean, I feel that way about country, but you can really appreciate a lot of elements of country. Yeah. <laughs> just with you can with rock. No. And I don't hate all country. No, that's not the same answer, but I think like, there's a lot of beauty and a lot of music that I think people are just quick to dismiss an entire genre. And it's like, actually, no, they do these elements really well. Yeah. Well, well, people like to dismiss, um, they like to dismiss the whole genre based on whatever is the most popular. Right. Uh, and yeah. so like, and so like I dislike greatly a lot of modern country music because it's all just, <laughs> phony it's it's all phony and hammy and hey oh it's funny i wanted to do <laughs> i wanted to do a tiktok with like a country beat where i'm just like i'm a country boy doing country stuff and the country girls just can't get enough because that's how we do things down in the country and so, like, <laughs> and so that, that video where that guy just did like so many mocked country and they're like it's beer 
a beer in a truck or something they like did that mm-hmm. really like those simple lyrics and then this guy like a country singer was like i'm gonna make a song out of this and he did or i was like beer beer truck truck i think that's the song but it's oh i don't i thought you were talking about about bo burnham's country song oh no <laughs> or maybe I, don't, I can't remember the names involved but i was having i don't know i was just laughing so i'm like well somebody took like a joke and then made a cool song out of it made some art with it put some thought behind it i think you can all just appreciate it well it's it's funny bo burnham has a uh he has a country song called pandarin um mm. and it's and it's it's at the same time it is a parody of country music and a very good country song <laughs> yeah oh my god i love it <laughs> yeah and so i would I highly recommend looking it up if you've never, yes, you've never seen it i gotta look that up but, too but it's yeah, because I because it I I I almost have that song memorized. But it's it starts with. Uh, uh, do you mind if I can I if, can I can I bust some 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 Please. some bow here for you? Yeah. <laughs> he starts out with uh, you know uh, uh, a cold night, a cold beer, a blue jeans, a red pickup, a rural noun, a, a simple adjective. Uh, no shirt, no shoes, no Jews. You didn't hear that. Sort of a mental typo. <laughs> I walk and talk like a field hand, but the boots I'm wearing cost three grand. I write songs about riding tractors from the comfort of a private jet. I could sing in Mandarin. You'd still know I'm pandering. Hunting deer, chasing trout, a Bud Light with the logo facing out. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, oh and God, so I it's... Love- Yes. Yeah, it's, except you know he sings in tune, so it's. <laughs> I don't know. You're keeping it pretty well. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, it's a, it's a great song. Um, but well, you actually reminded me while you were talking here is that um, I actually did a TikTok a few days ago, and I highly re- recommend going and checking it out. My dad came and visited me. It's the second time I've seen him in like three years. Uh, but um, he uh, he came up and he he was on my couch, and I just started recording, and I go. You want to know where I learned to rap? And I turn the camera around and you see my 79-year-old dad sitting sitting on my couch and I go, "This is my dad. This is my dad. He was always playing rap for me when I was a kid." He goes, "I was always playing what?" <laughs> <laughs> and and I go, he, "He he had all the new Coolio records and and he was always playing LL Cool J and he's a hip-hop superstar." And then he starts laughing real hard. And, and I, I said, who's your favorite rapper of all time, Dad? And he goes, oh, uh, uh. And I go, he goes, I don't know. Who do I like? And I go, you like Bushwick Bill. And he goes, Bushwick Bill. I don't know Bushwick Bill. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I go, you're a big fan of Kanye West. He goes, well. <laughs> and, and, and I go, and I go, no, you're more of a fan of Hank Williams. And he goes, there you go, Hank Jr. And he's like, and uh, <laughs> and so it's just, I just explained the whole TikTok to you, so I didn't even need to go watch it. Unless you want to see my dad, you know, being almost 80 years old and adorable. Oh, <laughs> no, it's definitely worth checking out. Oh, my. Uh, <laughs> but it's just funny. He has this look on his face like, Oh, he's playing what? Like I can't do his face, but it's just it's if if you once you see it, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Oh yeah. Oh my goodness. Oh, I know. Oh. Well, maybe we should do our little sign off, and then we can stop recording. And yeah. well, whatever you whatever you want to do, I was gonna say I I still got more stuff I can talk about. 
I was I'm kind of surprised you didn't. I'm kind of surprised you didn't. You didn't ask me about the party planner. I set you up to ask me about that, and you missed it, man. Well, we can always do another episode. Ooh, oh, okay, okay, okay. With the party planner. Yeah, I feel like a lot of our people we get to, and we want to talk to them a lot more. And while an hour is, you know, it's probably good for listeners and stuff. It's not enough to get enough info off people. You know. I know we've done a couple. Well, I understand of- that, but we've only been going for what, like. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, go ahead. Uh, I was gonna say. Well, you said we. we said, you said an hour is about enough time. I mean, we've only been going for what, like five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know it feels like it. Well, we've had a few people on again, so I'm like, if you're interested in a part two, we'd love to have you back. And this has just been so much fun to get. Yeah. Sit and chat with you, and I don't know, figure out what makes you tick. That's a bad pun, but. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, uh, I don't know. I, don't, I was going to say, I don't know if you realize this, but uh, I mean, talking about myself is one of my favorite subjects. So <laughs> it's, it's something I'm very well versed in. So, uh, so. Uh, well, one of my horror stories with TikTok is like, I somehow got onto a weird Japanese, like anime TikTok. I don't know what was going on. And <clears throat> Go on. And my 16-year-old daughter, she's into anime and things. And so I was just like, Sadie, what do I do? How do I get out of this? I don't know what to watch. Because I was trying to, like, get out of the politics TikTok, you know? Yeah. Politic talk, gotcha. And then I, I, I don't know what happened. It went, like, politic TikTok and then, like, uh, sexy Japanese TikTok. And I was like, oh, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Like, how are these connected? What did I mess up? Safer work. Well, <laughs> well, let me let me tell you. So let me give you let me give you something. If you want, like, have you watched any anime by chance? Uh, so I watched a little bit of Attack on Titan, and we watched um, the entire series of the the orphanage. You know which one that is. I don't really watch anime. I was going to suggest the one that I suggest to non anime fans. <laughs> I was like, oh, this guy's going to really grill me. I'm like, I've seen a couple. No. And my my kids are really into My Hero Academia. I've, I was going to say, I, 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 there is one anime I've watched the entire series on. Aside from that, I've watched the first season of another one and most of the first season of another one. So that's all the anime I've ever watched. But the oh, okay. one, the one that I think is so good, I liked enough to buy the manga of. So Ooh. that's how good this. That's how good right, it is. I'm curious. Yes, I'm, it, thinking, I'm only seen one all the way through, and I'm curious what yours is. Death Note. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> Mine's Fairy Tale. Fairy Tale's great. <laughs> well, Death Note's only like 37 episodes, yeah. so it's not. It's not Fairy very Tales long. 320. So, like, buckle up. <laughs> <laughs> when I had COVID, that's like what my boyfriend and I were just sick all the time, and it was like, "Want to just watch Fairy Tale?" Yeah, like I don't have the energy to do anything else. <laughs> I feel like that well, supernatural size over there. Yeah. Know. Oh god. Well, it's it's funny. My girlfriend hates any cartoon that is not Disney Pixar. So <laughs> like, uh, any cartoon that's not Disney Pixar, she's like, I hate the voices, and like, I don't like adult cartoons, and and her weird judgy way of you know like hating cartoons, and so I'm like. <laughs> you would really like death note if I showed it to you. And she's like, she's like, eh. yeah. and then so what I, and, and so what I did was 
you know, like we would watch a TV show and then up until a certain point, and then we would kind of wind down on the couch or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then so um, I showed her the trailer to the Netflix adaptation of the, mo- the movie for Death Note. And she's like, oh, that looks kind of good. And I go, Does it? <laughs> it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not good. It's not good. It's not good at all. And then so, and then the funny, and so we, what, what I started doing was I would put on an episode of Death Note during that wind down time. And then yeah. she would kind of watch it. She would kind of watch it like this. She'd be playing on her phone. What <laughs> she'd be like playing on her phone like this and just kind of looking over every now and again. And then the second night I watched, I played a second episode and it was more like. Phone down. All right, what's like going? she was like like phone down. Okay, what's going on? And then by the third the third night, she goes, uh, "Hey, could 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 we watch more Death Note, please?" And I, <laughs> I said, "Yes, we can, ma'am. Yes, we can." And then um and then after we watched the series, we I showed her the trailer to the movie again, the exact same trailer, and she goes, "That looks horrible." <laughs> and I said, "I told you that it would. Like I told you." Do you know anything about Death Note, by the way? No, no, I haven't watched it. Okay, so a high a genius high school student. He's like so he's too smart for everybody that he knows, and uh, he's bored with life already at like seventeen years old because he's just so smart, right? Um, and uh, one day he sees a book falling down from the sky. And he goes, he, he, he's curious about it because, you know, he, he, there's nowhere it could have come from. And so he goes and he finds it and it says death note on it. And it says, any person whose name you write will die of a heart attack within 40 seconds. And, uh, and so he's like, okay, whatever. And he takes the book back home with him and he starts reading the rules. And it says, like, you have to know the person's real name and their face. So, like, if, you know, uh, Hillary, if you were like, you know, if, you, if your nickname was Susie or something, you know, and, and he wrote Susie in there, like it wouldn't work. You'd, you'd have to write your full name. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he tests it on a criminal he sees on TV, you know, like in, a, in the middle of a police chase. And he tests it. And he's like, oh, my gosh. He's like, I could be the god of the new world. You know, he's like, I can punish all the criminals and leave only the good people you know, to, you know, to be, you know, to, to be, you know, alive basically. And mm-hmm. so he starts writing down all these criminals, you know, in, you know, in the book uh, and the criminals start dying of heart attacks and, you know, two or three episodes in, you find out that, you know, okay, they, the cops have kind of realized that there's a pattern. Somebody's causing these deaths and they bring in the world's greatest detective, basically who nobody knows what he looks like. Nobody knows his name. Uh, and, he, and he's going to set out to find the person uh, who is committing all these murders because he's like, Hey, you don't get to choose who, who lives or dies, right. you know? So, you know, and, and so they both kind of think that they are justice, the, 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 the detective mm-hmm. and the kid, they both think that they are the justice in the world. And so it's a, it's a game of cat and mouse between these two people. Um, oh, Cause yeah. And so like, the detective's going to catch him and he's going to, you know, he's going to go to jail or the kid's going to catch the, you know, find out the detective's name and write him into death note. But it is so brilliant. Some of the writing in this, like it, I legitimately think it is one of the best written television shows of all time. Wow. That's how good it is. Yeah. Yeah. So 
Yeah, and it's like I said, it's 37 episodes. I'm pretty sure they're all on Netflix. The last 10 are something that happened, but <laughs> the the first the first 26 or so are just like just every episode you're just like oh, I got to see what happens next. Like <laughs> Oh yeah. Like yeah. So, yeah, but hi- highly recommend that. That's how we were with uh so I looked up the movie it's called The Promised Neverland. Mm-hmm. and it's just first episode in <clears throat> we were just like stuck and you know during quarantine and we literally binged it in like three days and it's just <laughs> you know it's uh kind of missed the quarantine days where we could just binge an entire <laughs> series in three days and yeah you know, but it's a really good series and you should definitely check that one i'm gonna definitely check out death note though yeah i oh. like those songs guys <laughs> It's yeah, I've watched it two or three times. Like it's it's every single time you watch it, you're just like, oh, I know I know what part's coming. Like I know what part's coming. Like and, and so like uh uh but yeah, it's basically a detective story. Oh, and I didn't even tell you that uh the book, um, the death note belongs to a Shinigami, a god of death. And mm-hmm. the only person who can see the Shinigami is the person who holds the death note. So uh so basically, if, once you touch the Death Note, you can see the Shinigami, and uh, and so basically, it's he comes in contact with the Shinigami, and the Shinigami just kind of hangs out with him, and he's just like, he's the Shinigami is kind of like playing games with people on Earth, and he's just like, humans are so interesting, like, <laughs> and so yeah, uh, cool. but yeah, it's, yeah, and it's funny because girlfriend saw that guy, and she's like, I don't like him, he looks creepy, and it ended up being her favorite character. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But yeah, uh remember I said about those those long-winded tangents? There you go. There's another one. <laughs> well, Louis, thank you so much for being on. Uh we really enjoyed talking to you. Uh it's it's uh man, it, I know people don't want to get on TikTok because it's like it, it could definitely suck away a lot of your day, Hillary. Um I'm like you guys are talking right to me. <laughs> But if you can get a chance, uh, definitely check out Louie on TikTok. And you do post stuff on Instagram, too, as well, right? Yeah, yeah. So my 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 name mostly online is Team Louie. That's where I am on Twitch and on Twitter. But on Instagram and TikTok, I had to go with Team of Louie. So, and a lot of people think it's Spanish. They think it's Te Amo Flui. Uh, <laughs> and so... I love you, <laughs> I love you Flui! <laughs> yep i've literally had people come into my lives being like do you speak spanish i'm like no I'm like oh, okay well i love your videos fluey and i'm like oh thank you no. <laughs> <laughs> and so but uh, but yeah but no um i do post i don't post all my videos on instagram i post a lot of them because it's like you know you don't want to split your audience too you know too much basically right. uh but most of them most of them end up going on my twitter with a link to how to you know how to watch them um and so, uh, and so, yeah, that's, that's most, most of the stuff, if you're not on TikTok goes on my Twitter, which is at team Louie. Cool. Awesome. And Louie with an E, not, not an S. A lot of people think it's team Lewis. I'm like, no, no, no. It's team Louie. <laughs> Very cool. Well, thank you again for being on and we will definitely have you on again. So. Well, thank you for having me on. This has been a lot of fun. Yeah, I've, I, I've, like I said, I enjoy talking about myself. It's one of my favorite subjects. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and you guys were, you guys were the first folks who reached out after I started, uh, after I started, you know, getting some, getting some boost there. 
Thanks for listening to the Sounds of the World podcast. We hope you enjoyed the episode. There are links to everything in the episode description and also on our website. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Sounds of the World. To show support for Sounds of the World podcast, please join our Patreon, where you can have access to our after-party discussions with guests, discounted merchandise, and even more. If you have any questions, answers, or episode suggestions, please email us at Sounds of the world podcast at gmail.com. Well, Bill, I think I'm going to go have a beer now. Hey, there you go. <laughs> <laughs>